Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Robert Suggett, known as Tim Lennox to everyone at Joy, was a life member of the station, a long-term volunteer and a huge contributor to Joy's success. Tim first joined as a Joy member in February 1995. He then became the director of the news team for over 20 years. As Joy's News and Current Affairs director, Tim encouraged and mentored scores of Joy's News presenters, including many who have gone on to full-time media careers. Additionally, as a photographer, Tim enthusiastically chronicled much of the progress of Joy, from our early days in studios above a hardware store in South Melbourne to our current Victorian Pride Centre location. In recognition of his dedicated service, Joy christened Studio 2 at the Burke Street location, used primarily for news broadcasts, the Tim Lennox Studio. Tim hosted a number of Joy Current Affairs programs over the years, and his voice was a familiar one among the many Joy news bulletins delivered each week. In this podcast special, Remembering Tim, you'll first hear one of Tim's news bulletins recorded in June 2008. Then, those who knew Tim best reflect on their friendship with him, his time at Joy, and the impact that he had on those around him. A total of 112 couples have now had their partnerships recognised in a relationship register established by Melbourne City Council. At a town hall reception last night to mark the 100th couple making a declaration, Acting Lord Mayor Councillor Gary Singer hailed the success of the scheme. Just over a year ago, the City established a relationship declaration register. For the first time, Victorians were offered the chance to declare their love for one another in, in the state's capital. Going beyond the Australian Institution of Marriage, the register is open to everyone. It gives all couples, same-sex, heterosexual, intersex, transgender, the opportunity to declare their love as publicly and proudly as their heterosexual peers. The 100th couple, Lisa Gatto and Angela Limnios, were thrilled. Melbourne City Council gave us the opportunity to uh, formally be recognised as a, as a couple and uh, we took that opportunity and we're really, really proud and um, honoured that they gave us this chance and we're, we happen to be the 100th couple and we're having a lot of fun. Tim Lennox for Joy News. Our next guest is uh, David Hunt. I wanted to talk with David, and I spoke about it earlier. Tim Lennox, uh, everyone knew him as Tim. He had he had other names, another name that uh, in the other parts of his life. Tim passed away this week. David, eighty three. Yeah, that's right. That's a that's a good innings. But Tim had been part of Joy for decades, mm. and in fact, you know, the news team. You know, he was he was crucial in the setting up of that, in training our newsreaders yep. and instilling them independence. He was a beautiful man. He and was. He gave so generously of his yeah. time and everything else to Joy. Uh, his uh, funeral is on Wednesday in Geelong, and there are some details on Joy's social. Tell us your reflections on Tim. 
Okay, I was lucky enough because I was working at Joy when I first met met Tim uh, way back in the old days, and uh, he was always so friendly. Yeah, he was he was never never bitching. He never said bad words about anyone, uh, and there was always a cheeky smile and and something funny that he always had to say. But he pulled the the news team together so strongly because he was the director of news for over twenty years, yeah. and he would do and he'd get me to help him with having uh, social gatherings for the news department and uh, and you know like Peter Hitchener would come and talk at them and yes. and then uh, and then he would invite everyone to uh, the Channel 9 studios to to watch him uh, record yeah you know, he was doing special things like that that made the news department just that little bit special but then when we were in Burke Street that middle studio in Burke Street was named after yes. Tim uh, because he donated all the equipment yep. in there uh, so that the news department had their own studio, which was then used by everyone else as well. But, you know, like that's the amount of um, infrastructure that he was putting into Joy and and he was a big supporter of, of Joy. Uh, Tim and I, probably from my first time at Joy, hmm, 23 years ago, thereabouts, 24 you know, Tim was always uh, there with some good advice and support. Yep. And, you know, he was passionate about Joy and passionate about, you know, our community having a radio station. Yep. But, of course, Tim was of an age where, you know, David, you and I are of <laughs> Getting an Getting up there. <laughs> but, you know, Tim had 20 or so years on me mm. and, you know, his experience in the past. Well, he was a journalist. Yeah, as yeah. A jur- but, you know, coloured... Yep. The strength of his support for Joy. Mm. And it's important to remember that, you know, he was fighting that equality battle, you know, for, you know, nearly seven decades. Yep, absolutely. And and the fact is that, unfortunately, he had to take another name when he started with yes. Joy because of a, another commitment, which we won't go into. Uh, so, and, and I even find it, I found it hard in the latter part of his life to actually call him anything but Tim. I know. And he said, you know, that's not my name. And I went, but like, how can I call you I know. anything else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. So Robert is his real name. Yeah. You know, Tim contributed so much to Joy in so many ways. Yep. Uh, all of us at Joy, we stand on the shoulders of giants and Tim was a giant. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, the station is much better off for his involvement mm. and his commitment to independence and being a volunteer and to equality. Mm. Tim, a life well lived. Yep. Um, I will miss you. Yeah. And the I station will really miss you. really miss him, yeah. Um, thank you for all the years you committed to Joy, Tim. Yep. They made a difference. My name is Michael Barnett. I had been a newsreader at Joy 90.7 in the Clarendon Street studios from March 1996. I took on the additional responsibility of the station news director the following year. In that capacity, the late Adam Stobbs asked me in an email dated June 10, 1998 to send him a list of newsreaders. I wrote back, sending him the names of the 17 members of the news team, after which I added, Rob Suggett, in quotes, Tim Lennox, is an emergency standby newsreader. That is my earliest recollection of Rob, known on the airwaves as Tim Lennox. Rob took on the news director role in 2002, if my memory serves me correctly. What I remember most about Rob was his commitment to news, and the news team, 
and how he strove for excellence, bringing with him old school skills and a strong sense of professionalism. I recall Rob ever present at community events, recording vox pops and interviews, or snapping photos with his trusty camera. Looking back through my archives, I note that Rob was a superlative communicator, proficient with emails and the English language. He also had a wry sense of humour. In one email to me in 1999 about doing a news shift, he had written, and I quote, Mikey, yup, August 10, news in the nude at noon, okay at this stage. Regards, Rob, the Tim Tam man. I can confidently say Rob, along with Tim, will be very much missed. Lennox epitomised volunteerism at Joy. I'm Mar Gardner and I knew Tim in my roles as program manager, volunteer coordinator and presenter of Saturday Magazine. And Tim trained me as a Joy newsreader too. He always referred to news as Joy's longest running program. Hi everyone, it's Jason Gibbs, former Joy 94.9 production manager, amongst other things. Here to talk about my um, memories of Tim and uh, look, he was just such an amazing person and I know that's often said in times like this, but he really was. He was just absolutely down to earth, genuine. I'm lucky that I got to spend uh, around 15 years as a staff member and a volunteer and interacted with Tim for so long. He, he really did feel like an uncle figure. He was genuinely interested in the conversations that we got to have on a regular basis. We had amazing conversations about travel, about what was happening in the news, and just in the LGBTI community in general. We were incredibly lucky to have him. First time I heard Tim was actually at a really difficult time in my life. Uh, It was 2004. I had just had a messy breakup, the first breakup that I've ever had to go through. I was struggling uh, with my sexuality. I didn't feel comfortable. I didn't feel connected. And I took a deep breath and I switched on to 94.9 and at that moment I heard Damien Nicholas on Bumper to Bumper, our drive show at the time, doing a back announce with Tim and in that moment it it just felt so... I felt comfortable as a person. I I felt that maybe there was a community there that I could be a part of and that it wasn't as confronting as I thought it might have been. And and look, from from that point of time, every interaction I had with Tim just felt so genuine because he was a genuine person. He was a real compassionate, caring, lovely guy. He really cared about the people that were around him. He wanted only good for Joy and the community. And, you know, that, that went beyond the role that he had at Joy in his photography He was always volunteering at different LGBTI events. He just gave so much and he didn't have to, but he wanted to and he loved doing it. I remember one time telling him that uh, I went to Korea and I bought an SLR camera for a, for a K-pop interview that I was doing over there and the uh, the instructions were all in Korean. I had no idea how to use it. So Tim said, come over, I'll um, take you through the SLR and we'll have a good look at it and, um, and I'll give you some photography lessons, which was lovely. But what actually ended up happening was we just ended up sitting down and having a bit of a chin wag and a few um, shots of port uh, and didn't really get to look at the camera, but it was absolutely a fond memory. Uh, And uh, on reflection, uh, it's going to make me really miss him a lot. Tim, if you're listening, just want to thank you so much for what you gave to Joy, to our community, but on a personal level as well. You'll be missed. Hi, 
Hi, this is Damien Nicholas. I first met Tim back in the early days of Coventry Street when he was the illustrious newsreader for, you know, The Breakfast and The Drive shows and probably many more besides. Um, he was as sharp as attack. He was witty and funny, generous and charming. He was also utterly professional and unfalteringly dedicated to the cause. For example, oftentimes when a newsreader hadn't shown up for a bulletin, Tim would dash the couple of blocks from his home up to the station at a moment's notice to fill in, just to ensure that we still had a bulletin to present, because he knew the value of, of news to the station. He was such an intrinsic part of the culture and the sound of the radio station for so many years. Um, and I think there was an authority to his voice and a genuine warmth to his presentation that helped endear him to our audiences. Not to mention that he helped to nurture the talents of everyone around him, especially aspiring newsreaders. I'm sure it probably would have been during one of the drive shows, bumper to bumper perhaps, that after back announcing Boney M's Daddy Cool, that I would have said something along the lines of, and from one Daddy Cool to another, here's Tim Lennox with a news update. And that name, Daddy Cool, became synonymous with Tim over many years, almost his calling card, if you will. It was a moniker that stuck with him for, for many years to come. And I, I kind of have a sneaking suspicion that he actually really enjoyed it. Um, he was always up for a laugh. He would regularly ham it up in the traffic updates as we sent him into the skies above Melbourne in the totally fictional uh, Joy Melbourne Minzomatic Whirlycopter. He was a, a true media man, so he appreciated the, the power of the media and our ability to tell a story um, with whatever we did um, on air. I've spoken to Tim on a few occasions over the past 12 months after his diagnosis just to call him to see how he was going. Um, the last time I called him for his birthday back in May, we chatted for about 45 minutes, um, how he was going in his latest place, about how he was enjoying being back in Geelong, how he was enjoying being around his family and how they were looking after him and how he was hoping for a, a decent slice of birthday cake as well. And the brilliant thing was that he sounded as fresh and as lively as he ever did. We laughed a heck of a lot throughout that conversation. So um, I didn't know at the time, obviously, that the end for Tim would come so soon after. We really have lost a beloved member of our Joy family. And um, yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll be dearly missed. Hi, this is Chris Ferno, member and volunteer since April 1997. It is with sadness that I remember Tim Lennox. Tim was an early member of Joy, having joined in February 1995, just 15 months after Joy's first broadcast. He was already a regular face around the station when I joined. Tim arrived at Joy with the skills and experience of a professional journalist his full-time occupation before Joy. His other passion was photography, and Tim was eager and able to record Joy's earliest days in his many photos, now held in our archives. Tim won many awards for his photography in his other life as Robert Suggett. As a Joy newsie, Tim was easily able to distill the news of the day into plain English and deliver each news bulletin in a firm and authoritative voice. 
adding much gravitas to these stories as appropriate, or sometimes a hint of comedy with the last item of the bulletin. He also provided his annual report at early AGMs as a race call or as a weather report. Tim was executive producer of the Rainbow Report program and an ex-officio member of JOY's programming committee. Tim was a great mentor to other JOY reporters, passing on his skills and knowledge. He was able to cross generations and was known around the station as Silver Daddy or Daddy Cool, labels he wore proudly. Many of the young crew have gone on to successful professional careers in mainstream media both local and national. In recognition of his services to Joy, Tim was awarded life membership of Joy in 2014. Tim lived a very full and rewarding life, probably enough experiences for two lives. He was always ready for a chat and could spin a yarn, sometimes a long yarn. He was one of Joy's founding pioneers. We are grateful for knowing Tim and sharing time with him. His legacy will live on in joy. Ange Barry, CEO of Joy here. I was fortunate enough to first meet Tim Lennox when I started at Joy three years ago. This very happy, smiling and absolutely beautiful human being came up and introduced themselves to me as Tim. Tim then gave me a, an idea of his background at Joy and I was immediately struck by the commitment of him and not only others at Joy that make the organisation possible. He had so many great stories to tell and I could tell that he'd made such a huge, huge contribution to this organisation. It's people like Tim who make Joy the place I love to come to work to every single day. Tim. All my love for this next journey and thank you so much for all you've done for Joy. Hi, I'm Conrad Brown. I'm a former general manager at Joy 94.9 and I worked at the station for 10 years. Uh, I'm also a current volunteer as well. I had uh, the pleasure over my time at Joy to have a lot to do with Tim Lennox. Uh, he was someone who always had time for a chat. He always was someone that was there when you needed some some help um, and a kind word as well. I did uh, spend quite a few hours in a studio with Tim, just picking his brain, trying to um, work my way through a few problems. Um, but also one of my favorite things about Tim was he always had a great story. Uh, he traveled the world as a journalist. Um, he was such a passionate photographer uh, and he saw the world at a time, you know, when many people weren't even able to travel. But he also did so much um, fantastic things um, on his travels. You know, he told me stories about going to London to see the Beatles, um, traveling around Japan um, and all of his stories about going around around the US 
um, in the 70s uh, were just so incredible, uh, telling me about seeing go-go dances in San Francisco, um, meeting soldiers um, who were on leave and, and having uh, some fun experiences there as well, um, through to his time uh, that he went around New York City as well. I think one of the things for me, you know, Tim as an older gay man, um, he was just so generous in in listening, um, but also just sharing his thoughts about um, how he saw things and, and how he could help out. Um, and when you're in working in an environment like Joy, it's so such an honour and such a privilege to be a part of something that does so much good. But it's always just so amazing to be able to meet people like Tim who, through their lived experience, you know, really shine a light on the importance of, of our community and how we come together um, in this way. And Tim's legacy at Joy is going to live on, you know, really forever. And um, what he did with the news service and, and what he did um, in terms of creating the Joy sound when it came to news and all of the support and mentoring and training that he gave so many people over the years to give them the skills and the confidence to be able to create you know, a news break and, and present it live to air. Um, he was a real champion of, of news as well and, and making sure that we we got the stories out there and that we told things in the right way. So hearing the passing of Tim um, was very sad news and I um, yeah, just am very grateful that I got to spend as much time with him as I as I did and um, I, I know that I'm not the only one who's going to say he will be very very dearly missed Hello, I'm Nick Tolhurst former broadcaster at Joy sometime in the late 20th century I took over the news at Joy from Michael Barnett many years ago in the dark ages when Joy only had a restricted license to broadcast for something like a six week period at a time, I think. We operated out of a studio that was steam driven by comparison with today's digital setups. It was a miracle of technological ingenuity really, but we were on air. Delivering the news meant downloading appropriate items from the AAP Reuters website ringing up the Traffic Control Centre for updates during the peak hour broadcasts and finding the latest weather reports. It was live, very basic and pretty mainstream. And then along came Rob, or Tim as we knew him. He was very keen to create a real news service that went out actively to find the news relevant to our diverse listenership. He had a vision and enormous enthusiasm and probably a lot of patience because I don't think he could do much until Joy got really established with a full-time license, better digital technology and some funding. So the Joy news you hear today, I believe, is the legacy of Rob Suggett. I found him an unassuming, friendly sort of guy, lovely to work with. I enjoyed many chats with him in the studio when he discussed his ambitions for the news service. His drive to improve the news was never delivered as a criticism to what we were doing then, it was his vision for Joy's future. We owe Rob a lot, and his legacy is firmly embedded within Joy. Thanks, Rob. Tim Lennox for Joy News. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy.